Welcome to the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs, bringing you from zero to 60 in the non-fungible token world without breaking the bank, with your hosts, Andrew, aka Rantum, and George from Mostly Stable on Zed Run, who will help you navigate new projects, interview expert guests, and explore NFT trends. So whether you're on your first or 50th NFT, we're going to have something for you. And as a quick note, we are not, I repeat, not financial advisors, and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Alrighty, disclaimer over, let's get to it. Today on All About Affordable NFTs, we're going to ask the question, would we buy it again? Or more importantly, would we buy it now? So we'll be going through all of our past affordable projects. We've taken a four-month hiatus as the market has absolutely tanked to just hold up that mirror and see how it's going. So before we get to that, how's it going? What's new in your wallet? Hey, going well. Uh, not much new in my wallet. I, I have moved some things around just trying to uh, try to get better on my security, trying to move some things to different wallets and taking some you know, make, making that my activity recently rather than uh, jumping into things that I don't need to be doing. Yeah, it's a safe move. Just organizing. Are you like moving between wallets, are you saying? Or are you like actually updating? Yeah, but they set up a different wallet that has a little mm -hmm. more security on it for things that I don't intend to to be transacting with anytime soon. So, you know, trying to, to be a little more conscious of where I'm keeping my my assets and i think it does uh you know does help to organize them a bit for me also you know take them away from the wallet where i do transact and don't ever get tempted by uh selling them uh, when i when i don't need to if i if i don't really have the intention to do so yeah that's a that's a great idea although i do like seeing a giant number of nfts all randomly dumped in my one wallet i do agree i only have two maybe i need another uh, I will say for me, a new a new thing is a uh, a hack, a bit of a, a bit of spam slash hack in here. Oh yeah, you, the Valorant Mint Pass. So I just want to explain this because maybe this is hitting other people. Normally, these kinds of drops like end up in my you know unseen hidden folder, but in this case, they have surprise surprise tricked OpenSea. Uh, the platform basically has allowed this. Uh, to be minted to my wallet and it's showing up and this is important this it's called the valorant the meta valorant pass it may have already been flagged by now hopefully it is by the time you're hearing it but what happens is it has an offer on it as a best offer so there's clearly uh, a whole bunch of these passes but i can't accept that offer because essentially what it is uh going to force me to do is if i accept that it's going to can you explain andrew why i can't accept it because it's like it's going to do something weird with my wallet we will be able to accept the offer on OpenSea. I don't, I'm not entirely clear. I think that there's not enough in the account to, to make the, but I don't know how the offer is still showing there. But what happens is the, then you'll try to go to the site, you know, click on the button to go to the site to see what's going on maybe. And then they'll, you'll be asked to sign a transaction there. Do not sign that transaction. That's, that's the the scammers transaction there so it is unfortunate we did mention this one a while back but it's still popping up it's all over a lot of them do get hidden away in that that hidden folder so you don't see them but they are i've got one right now from this 
crypto XORA club that's showing that I've got, you know, a half ETH offer that I know isn't real. So be careful with those. Don't try, if, if you have no idea what it is and you see an offer, a uh, good way to go check if there's any, you know, if, if it's legit, just go look at the collection, see if there's any volume, check the activity, see if there's anything there. Uh, I've never actually seen any activity. You would think that they would do a little bit of activity there just to make it more legit, but that generally uh, will show you that it's, whether it's a legit offer, just be real careful. You know, you're probably not getting something airdropped and then getting an offer on it immediately. Yeah. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to add this to the, like, I'm going to have to say like, don't buy this. This is a fraud. This is a fraud. <laughs> example so you can see what we're talking about and i think that's spot on right if you see total volume eat zero which is what the valorant has right here total volume zero eat but the floor price is 0.6 best offer is 0.4 question right and as soon as you're off on on their site signing random transactions like this kind of dovetails into why you are moving <laughs> some of your more important assets out of that hot wallet that you do most of your transactions uh, for because even you know even at your best sometimes you can make mistakes hey everybody i mean you've seen some really big well-known accounts make mistakes and everybody is vulnerable at times when it just takes clicking a a button you know if you're already signed into your wallet it makes it quite easy to make mistakes so be careful don't don't jump at those offers all right well why don't we get into some of the headlines that we've seen recently um, so one of the big ones was around Apple and how they're dealing with NFTs. Now, we mentioned this recently, how they were going to allow NFTs. And we were saying that this was a great thing because it could be, you know, there's opportunities for for creators, for, for companies to airdrop NFTs and then still use them outside of that without having the 30% uh, tax. Apple has realized that that is a workaround a very possible workaround and is already cracking down on that saying that the nfts cannot uh have a call to action to go do something else off of the platform so you know it's interesting they're allowing nfts but she'll still trying to really keep the gate up you know i, I don't know exactly how this will play out i it's you know, it has been successful for Apple in some other realms uh, with their advertising uh, crackdowns in, in terms of uh, what they're allowing uh, track, you know, how, how they're allowed to be tracked recently. I think they're going to have a harder time doing this with, with NFTs when there's so many other options of places to go that don't charge 30%. I don't quite understand it. So as I think the play that they're trying to protect against is you can't sell services related to nfts such as minting listing and transferring uh, but using nfts unlock additional features or functionality so you can sell services related to nfts but you can't use nfts to unlock features or functionality it's confusing and i think they're doing it because they don't want people like to have nfts that they technically give away for free can do transactions outside come back in the game and i can level up after i buy this new thing if i have it in this like wallet they're, right. they're, they're trying to close an impossible side door to allowing nfts they even still don't understand how you might do it i mean it does give them the opportunity to delist apps and to restrict them if they aren't following what they consider to be the rules so they've laid out what they want these apps to do what these app creators to do and 
there's that opportunity that if they see there's a significant amount of revenue coming because users are being pushed to go do it somewhere else, that app's going to be banned. And, you know, I think we see that Apple's not, not ready to open up, you know, open up those walls completely. They're still going to try to gate uh, what is, uh, what their users can do on the devices. And, you know, it's not that surprising considering Apple's history. I mean, it's going to get into, you know what? There's a lot of app developers right now saying, what defines a feature or functionality? <laughs> exactly. You know, is a, an extra shirt in my skin for the game? Is that function? Is that a feature? You know, is, uh, is that, is that sword that has no extra hit points? But like, look, here's the point. When you meddle at this level of code, it can't last. It's, it's, it's too dumb to last. So, uh, I'm calling it now. There'll be another uh, update to this because this is absurd. All right. So we've got a new NFT marketplace out, Blur. This was in their private uh, private beta for a bit and was getting some use case or some usage and now has uh, opened up. It's a, let's see, it's a marketplace and an aggregator. You know, they're saying that there's some headline here that's closed in on OpenSea. You know, from what I've seen, that's not quite true you know they have moved up close to uh, what gem is doing in in aggregate uh, aggregated volume aggregation still is a relatively small amount but i mean overall we're just seeing a lot of different marketplace battles out there and you know we've talked about this for a while how you know we didn't think OpenSea would just be the default one place that everybody would go and you know we're seeing more and more uh, com uh competition pop up so it's curious how they did are they doing some sort of you're doing sweep across marketplaces, zero fees. So we mentioned this a little bit, you know, yeah. I think, I guess we did already mention this. So, you know, the, the, the bigger thing here, I guess, is that, well, there's a few different headlines and I should mention that they've been, one of the bigger things is they've been blocked by X2Y2. So this is another one of the marketplaces out there. They've blocked Blur from using their listings. This is, you know, I guess they put out a, a kind of warning to them because they noticed that they had tried to open up uh, like 10 plus API accounts, which was against their terms. So they're trying to prevent blur from using their listings. I'm not entirely, not entirely clear of, of how that works out for blur. I mean, for X to Y two, which is also using listings from other marketplaces. I mean, you are sorry, maybe not using listening, but you can use their tools to buy on other marketplaces already. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, we're seeing all of these marketplaces also try to act as aggregators or, you know, many of them try to act as aggregators and marketplaces right now. And it's, uh, you know, it, it's kind of confusing, I think, for, for, well, for users, for people looking at, at what NFT activity is. We talked about this recently, but I think we're just going to continue to see this for a while. It's not, it's not clear how it's going to play out, but nobody seems, none of the competitors are taking, I mean, they're, they're all taking some market share, but nobody is absolutely dominating at this point. And it seems to be short-lived when they, when a marketplace does get a significant amount of market share. Yeah. Right now, I guess some alpha might be the fact that they're talking about distributing blur token things. Yeah, yeah. Usage and participation in the platform. It smells like a little bit what looks rare did, but it's different. And so once that token is, you know, used and abused, you know, can it sustain the, the usage? Uh, they do claim on their site to be like 10 X faster than gem. So in terms of, you know, like 
that I, I haven't actually tried it out. I know people do say that it's fast. I know that we talked about this a bit. There's just a lot going on with the marketplaces right now. Yeah. For sure. oh, so this one's this one was I don't know, kind of caught my eye. The the Azuki project just sold the eight most expensive skateboards as part of a release here. So these are the eight most expensive skateboards ever sold. They were sold as NFTs. They were sold between 200 and 309 ETH. So that's, let's say at the time was about 260,000 to 400,000. So they were, let's see, I'm done. Yes, they were gold plated, uh, gold plated skateboards. So these were more expensive than some that were previously uh, sold by, let's see, like they were designed by Bob Dylan, a couple others here, but, you know, seems to be the gold is really, I guess, what has set these apart. But I, I think the the physical uh, tie to the, the NFT is interesting. I think that, you know, it's also interesting to see, you know, as uh, even as we see there be relatively the volume fading, there's still things happening. And that's some big time money for people to lay out for, for the skateboard NFTs. Well, this seems like it's the, the Tiffany's play, right? The Tiffany's punk play where you can redeem it if you have you know, that had NFT, you get the right to spend a ton of money on a golden skateboard. Right. Yeah. What if, what utility, show me that utility. That's right. Finally, hey, you put it on your <laughs> wall then, right? And more uh, physical goods. We've got, uh, yeah, Vermola. I'm not exactly sure how to say that luggage, the luggage awesome. company, Vermola. Yeah, I've seen it around. But they, uh, the Remoa, Remoa luggage, uh, they've got a partnership with Nike Artifact. So they've got a limited edition suitcase for artifact holders. It's, they've done a couple of these physical products, uh, you know, definitely have, have shown that they know what they're, what they're doing with physical products. And so I think it's cool to keep laying, uh, just bring out new products in this area. And that artifact team continues to, uh, just deliver new things to their holders. Yeah, I feel like this is a good way to signal to anybody that your luggage is worth stealing in and of itself. Right. This should right. be stolen. Forget what's inside. This should be stolen. Actually, you know what? Yeah. What's inside may not be worth much. <laughs> <laughs> we know that all the spendings are going on to, into digital monkeys and oh <laughs> other <God>. goods, right? <laughs> you know, TSA would have its way with this thing. All right. So we've got some Twitter news. And it's the what? What happened? Is there anything yeah. notable? I I fell asleep for three months. What happened? Apparently, apparently, a few people have some people around employer employees or whatever. But, but the big news here is that uh, you know they're going to allow users to buy and sell NFTs through Twitter. I mean, this is huge, right? It's, yeah. Look, you're talking about native. You know, uh, Web2 adopting Web3, but in the most extreme case, because Elon Musk has, you know, basically not made it uh, blunt and has not, has not hidden his desire to integrate more heavily uh, Web3 into Twitter to, to make it open, more decentralized. You know, Doge shot up 30%, which didn't bother me uh, because of all of the fun uh, potential pieces. But, you know, one, one thing to watch is I don't know how you fire 75% of staff and then increase features that require incredible amounts of security and execution on, on, a, on a legacy Web2 platform. But whatever, that guy, he's figured out rocket science. He can probably figure out this. It was a whole will they, won't they, though. 
uh, I, you know, I'm impressed with the, with the follow through. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely did not think it was going to happen for a long time there, but, uh, you know, it was in motion already and the, everybody that was getting paid to make it happen, continued to make, continue to do that work. So it seems like, uh, that and the threat of a lawsuit, um, were enough to get it done. But like more importantly for also crypto Twitter, there's like a direct feature. Like, so they are, they're showing how links from NFTs on Rarible, Magic Eden, Dapper, uh, and others will show you a larger picture of the NFT. So it's going to be parsing, looks like actually parsing, which is just going to be better for promotion and advertising and showing off, uh, NFTs on the platform, just, um, you know, out of the box. Yeah, I agree. I mean, this is, this is a network that is widely used by by NFT collectors, by crypto Twitter. And it's the first, I mean, it's the first meaningful integration I think that Twitter has made. The, the, the hexagon profiles really haven't, haven't done much for, I don't know, for, for NFTs or for, for NFT collectors or anything. I don't, you know, I don't see a huge difference there, but I think this actually is meaningful to actually tap in and make sure, you know, to verify that it's a real NFT, you know, there's still problems, you know, we're going to see all sorts of problems pop up, but this is still a step forward in, in integrating with Ethereum with, with blockchain technology. Yeah. It's exciting actually for, for, for all of the, the talk we're seeing actual execute. All right. Well, I think we should get into our a review. Find oh, our mistakes. Oh. Here, so special request, right? This is all Cryptothon's fault for doing his rogue, whatever, or their rogue post in our in our Discord. But this is us paying attention. So here's here's the deal. I have over many a many a glass of wine gone through and updated since May every single affordable project as of ten twenty five, and. The, the task really was, was twofold. One, it's just like, how much money have we won or lost? And the total right now is we have lost, if you bought one of everything oh, that when we said it, you would have lost 18% of your money. Sorry. However, that is if you held it the entire time. If you had at the peak sold at the right time, you would have made uh, over 3E, depending on when you would have done it. The peak period of time when we should have been selling was in January. Since then, hmm. for the most part, projects have been going down. There are, you know, just to like broad spectrum it, two types of projects. Things that we were saying like hold and flip, like you know, basically flip. <laughs> just find your opportunity, flip this thing, not long hold. And then long-term hold, we like it, who knows? So we then went through and added an extra column. And this is going to be linked in our Keep Us Honest, 3A NFT, Keep Us Honest spreadsheet. And you can go through. And the question is, would we buy it today? Would we buy it again today? And we've gone through and said, <laughs> hard no, no, which is, you know, hard no, which can be explained for many of the reasons in the notes. We have maybe, uh, we have yes, and then we have sort of yes, but wait for a lower price. Because there are things that we would say, well, whatever, logically, yes. So... I don't want to go through these one by one and relive all, God, how many are there on this list? A hundred and freaking somewhat, like 110 like some odd projects and stuff. You quite realize that. Oh, also, for what it's worth, A16Z is down 40%. Our portfolio is down 18%. So, so there. How about that? <laughs> I'm putting it in context. Facebook is down 70%. So 
We have value hundred billion pathway. Okay. Uh, how about we go through and just alternate the, the yeses, or you can pick it up. Do whatever you feel like. What do you think? Yeah, I'll yeah. Start. I mean, we'll go. Go ahead. Yeah, you start. I'll start with just because I have to. The Zed run. Would I buy it today? Yes. Lindy effect. The thing is still running. They pull in advertising dollars from actual paid sponsorships. And, you know, they've survived this long. They'll continue to survive. I think, uh, you know, overall, from my original recommendation, you were only lost <laughs> point two on buying the, the type of horse I recommended. At this point, it would be, you know, shop around a Genesis horse because the prices are so low. And I think there's long-term value to those because they'll maintain their ability to breed. But I won't turn this into a Zed podcast, but I'm, I'm happy to say that something that I was involved in early on is still running, is still funded, and still works. Uh, let's see. We've got, oh man. So you've got Mooncats marked as a, a yes. And, a, you know, you can battle me on this. Yeah. It'd be a me. I don't know. I, I've, I've got one Mooncat at this point. I had more, you know, I've, I've, uh, it's, I've, I've even thought about, I've listed it at times. I thought of selling it. I haven't been wild about the lack of progress in the project. I haven't, that being said, I haven't paid a whole lot of attention since the, since the original team quit and left with sorry again they did again yeah so <laughs> yeah i mean it just it's battling a lot i don't know that i would buy it now and i have not been buying i it's yeah i wish you have a two column we should maybe we'll do one for you one for me that's so we'll switch that we'll switch that maybe to a maybe uh i have Maybe just for fun on gray boys. Like if you think uh, NFT worlds are going to come back and metaverses are going to come back, you should make that bet. But otherwise, I would I would get out of that. That was a that was one that did a great run up and then a huge run down. You know, run down from a high of around point point eight five, even higher, down to like I don't know point one three point one ish at that point. So it's kind of a funny one. What else? What else? Uh, oh, song today. My good old song today's. Uh, you know, as long as Jonathan Mann's going to continue to do these every single day and various moments like the ETH merge will call him in and various events will call him in, uh, I think there'll be perennial relevance. I would look for a, uh, I think I originally recommended 2011. I'd just like look back at old, older songs uh, for, for pulling that in. The project hasn't done much, like hasn't gone very up, hasn't gone very down. It has like stayed pretty flat, but I'm, I'm still a yes on that project. Good old song today. Uh, let's see that WGMI.io. Uh, it's a tool that I use that we both use pretty regularly. And it's, it's, I don't, what's the price here? It's at plate. Oh, oh two five is what I have I it mean, at. I, Maybe yeah, I'll get up I'll, I'll, I definitely buy it. It's a great tool at that price. It's incredibly affordable and useful. I don't know if the price, you know, that the price is necessarily going to go way up. You know, we've, we've talked about the issues with with SaaS and uh, NFT, the SaaS business model for NFTs. And at the same time, you know, what the product is right now is great and it's worth it to just use it and, you know, maybe hold one extra for a bit because I, I think that there is a, a potential for there to be a lot more demand for that just because it's, it, it is so good compared to, compared to the other tools that I've used. It's, it's really good. <laughs> yep. Definitely agree. Uh, would you still say yes to your henna sound? Uh, no, I, I don't know that I would. I, it's one that I haven't really looked much at. 
I mean, you know, there's a, I do want to say there's so many on here that, you know, I felt like we, you know, were, they were maybe even okay to buy at the time. They were, you know, as you said, they were flipped. And at the same time, there are so many that I think were, you know, we probably brought here because we felt like we had to add something new. And I yeah. think that's something that I, you know, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of seeing as we go through. And so it's amazing how few are, are, uh, yeses. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's uh, an important thing. I would still say yes to Avastars. Would you? It's got that OG project of a profile pick. It never really surged or did very much, but I think, you know, if the if you sort of want a cheap history play, uh, they're, you know, they're affordable. At 0.049. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't expect it to do much. It doesn't no. seem like there's much going on with it team that put it out and you know i don't know history for the sake of history has been <laughs> debunked <laughs> yeah and well it's, yeah, it's a tough one it hasn't worked great for us no that was a bad uh uh would you buy dgens dgens were both access to a private discord also gave us access to that drop which got us the um uh wrecked guy right yeah i mean it, it that's been a good play overall uh you know great play if you <laughs> time some of these well you know and, and pretty good if you just held everything but the dgens the the pass i have I, i'm still holding two of them um they kind of they seem to hover between 0.28.35 or so yeah and i they're putting out they do put out new updates five days a week on the crypto market on uh kind of the the global macro uh kind of a global macro outlaw i find that they're doing so much that it's uh, it seems like a good project yeah i would i would still buy that yeah keep in mind the dgens have switched to the dgens access pass i noted that in the spreadsheet so don't go buying a dgen the old one and think that you're getting all of the access to the new one because they're dopes and for whatever reason redid everything anyway moving down uh, Ash Chapter Two Metamorphosis. I thought that, and I still think this is a great collection of artists uh, that you can shop there for super cheap. But it depends on the artist, so you know, do your homework. Yeah, Fuo is definitely one I would still say yes to. I, I uh, still looking to even uh, maybe pick up another there. So I'm definitely big on Fuo. I've talked about him many times on on past podcasts. Yeah, we're we're long few. We like those drops. We got the uh, the canvas as a result of having paint and paying attention to RSVPing to these events. You should go too, obviously, but also RSVP. <laughs> uh, Rug Radio Genesis. I say yes, but wait for a lower price. Like Rug Radio oh, is actually yeah, like those have gotten up there, huh? It's like they made some moves. I don't know. Like I my entry price isn't enough to like exit here with a smile, but. Uh, they're at 0.41. We recommended it at, when it was at like around hovering at 0.3. Uh, but that's uh, pretty decent actually for a for a bear market. And if they become the media hub for, you know, NFT crypto news, there's something interesting there. Absolutely. Let's see. We've got, I'll take Osanachi here across the face. Uh, you know, that's what it's, it's been up and down in price. I think it's at 0.14 right now, which looks quite affordable. And it's one that I definitely would say that's a good buy. Uh, I think that's actually a, a very attractive, uh, price. If you don't have 
one of those across the face, Theo Sinacci, just an artist that has been around the space for for a long time and continues to put new work out. And I, yeah, yeah it's, uh, also a touch on diversity and he's going to be included, I think, in a lot of other people's like uh, projects. So when you see, you know, like, you know, Ash chapter two metamorphosis, or when you see a uh, ga- uh, gathering of artists that represent crypto, like his name is in there. And that just, you know, it's one of, one of the canon of NFT artists. And like that, that feels affordable. Full disclosure though, you should check out random.eth and mostly stable.eth. See, you know, we own some of these things. We've sold some of these things. I don't know, but like, yeah, some of I these mean, are our bags. Some of them are not our bags. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I guess the ones that we're saying yes on are typically we probably have those more <laughs> likely to own than yeah. uh, most of the others. I, you know, I think thing, things that I own and I'm long on, uh, I would still say yes to, to little nouns. Uh, you know, I think this is they keep making more. They keep making more. And what do we know about inflation? The more, the merrier, right? <laughs> right. Hold on. The case still is that they have nouns actually in their in their asset holdings, uh, and also they have legitimately ether in their, you know, in their bank account for the DAO to hopefully use to promote promote the project. And my my play here is just like don't like yes, but wait on a lower price. I'm just update that yes, but wait lower price or hawk on something that is in the top 100. Uh, or even maybe top 1,000. Uh, because yeah, minting the most and latest, greatest, it's like, I don't see attributes or traits really taking off yet. And they're up to like 6,000, 7,000 or so, depending on when you're listening to this. But I still like little nouns uh, as, a, as a play. We got yes to my good old Akutars. We've covered this before. It's currently at 0.43. Yeah, yeah, another artist that's been around the space continues to work. You've got, I was just looking at this one you marked, I would say actually yes on the right click share by X copy and Decagon. I think they're still, I think there's more to come from that project. They haven't released all of them. They, I think they've hovered around 0.3. They got up to 0.5-ish, but I think there's, once the project is, is older and all the pieces are out, I, I think that there mm-hmm. might, there could still be more to come. And it's oh, still, you like, think there could be a collection run up? Like if you're holding five of these, like. Something, something, I mean, something. I think there could be an opportunity for holders, you know, could, it's also, I mean, with a, with a total collection, I think it's 1,024 pieces. When it is done, I think there's about 980 or so out right now. I don't know. I think there, it's rewards for Decagon holders. I'm not too into the, the Deca verse, I guess, that, that whole ecosystem, but I do use the gallery on my, on my browser, which I like. Um, so I, do, I haven't followed it too closely, but I do think that they're, they're active. They're doing things. I see that they're they're continuing to do stuff, and, and it's X copy. And as far as I know, it's the cheapest way to get a piece of X copy. That being said, it's one color. There's nothing else to it. You've got to understand the project, and it, it's it's not something that you may that would really be that enjoyable to look at. It's more of a long term hold, and that it isn't an artist and a it's at least an artist that has proven to you know proven to be a, a i don't one of the, the most meaningful in the space thus far and i don't see that changing yeah that's the remember that's the one pixel of a larger picture and would you recommend revealing yours or just holding unrevealed Ooh, well there's a lot i mean i guess if you can get one unrevealed i don't know i mean it'd also be wouldn't you be tempted to to find out what you got right away 
Oh, absolutely. But, I'm terrible. Yeah, with that. yeah, I don't know. I would immediately rip the sticker off. You kidding me? Yeah, and I, 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 I'd make a podcast about it. Be like, here's why you shouldn't rip the sticker off. I mean, we know. I guess that the most likely the outcome is that you get one of the the most uh, you know the most common ones. The value is in not revealing it, and there's the potential that it is one of the rares. You can nerd out on the math so quickly on that one. But again, that's right click share by X copy. So yeah, we probably can. Yeah. Well, so we've got still some yeses on the Tezos. Further note, I'm too lazy to go calculate the cost of Tezos in the up or down. Like, if you're going to play Tezos, you're very degen. You're awesome. I think some of those I'm still yes on. I really like Ipsketch call. I got to mint another one because, you know, we're on the approved list for that. So, you know, following an artist can uh, definitely pay off there. Nice. Uh, let's see. We've got. Oh, man, we've. Grails too, I prove mentioned it as a, a oh yeah, Grails too. That's a good one. I, it's another, it's another collective, right? Yeah, and again, it depends on the artist. I'm starting to see some like here's here's what I, I almost got tricked on the other day. Like the floor is actually like 0.4, and the next highest is like 0.7. They're like selling like kind of slowly. I would put a bid low on artists that look interesting to you, but like that's a who's who of current reputable. NFT artists. And so, you know, there's, I, I think there's, there's value in there if you're, if you're shopping and able to pick some up. My never ending belief that bank will be worth something. I uh, <laughs> bank token from Bankless DAO and, you know, huge community. I have heard conversations that hint directly at an NFT drop. If they are going to drop, they would probably do it to folks that are Bankless DAO members, which is a threshold of 35,000 bank, which is the calculation I made. Okay. Fuel Canvas, we talked about that. Yeah, some of these are quite recent. You know, what I do I notice overall here is the ones that we're saying yes to are much more often artists than than projects that were just put out sort of like in that, I don't know, in that that time when there was projects. The PFP race. We were in the PFP yeah. race. Right, right. You know, we we tried to play that game a little bit, and we I think we both knew that that wasn't one that was uh, going to last for a long time. And it is interesting when you look at the things that have that we're saying yes to her. It's much more often that it's artists. It's also not necessarily easy to to find affordable projects for some of the the more well known artists. You know, when we try to look at some of these, it it's you know there's a reason that they that they are that they are well known and and people do hold on to those pieces much more so than some of these these projects that pop up and and you know they're gone within a few months it seems well yeah i think also to give us credit a year ago art blocks was dominating the artists with a capital a and those prices were absurd yeah and i actually very happy we weren't saying like let's go run around trying to buy that however as the pendulum swung the other way i you know our 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 tastes have moved toward things that were like wait a minute you know this is an artist who did when times got hot uh command higher prices command more attention and they will continue because it is their you know funded job now to to do that as opposed to betting on a team like ponderware where we're, we're divided I like, I like my little astronaut cat. I think, you know, it's, it'll be funny when they come back a third time, but they sell Ponderware. Prediction, that's going to happen. <laughs> this is not financial. Bad. 
Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know what else, you know, do I learn about this is that this isn't just buy and hold uh, across the board by any stretch. I think it's pretty amazing that at one point we were, you know, on this modest portfolio up like 3.2 ETH. And, you know, for, for whatever timing is worth, the, the, the real price in some of these was dictated by that. It was also really hard. And I'd say we're, we're probably shortchanging. I was like trying to be ruthlessly fair. We're shortchanging the fact that like there were extra drops along the way that it didn't add to this. That, you know, uh, you know, for example, with the Red Village, like I think we got like an extra attention. But yeah, it is, it is something to keep in mind, you know, like buying and holding is a tough, is tough in NFTs because it often does take activity. You have to pay attention to what's going on, get the drops and those, it takes doing something. It doesn't mean that it's just going to show up in your wallet a lot of the time. Yeah. Rarely actually is that the case. Yeah. There's a lot of these that go on, go unclaimed. So yeah, there's, you know, interesting portfolio trackers coming out of, uh, Wagme WGMI.io that they're, you know, beginning to push whether or not they like give those to pass holders or not, not entirely clear to me, but it is really cool. They, they showed us a beta of it and it basically will show all the projects you're holding and then let you like read a little digest of all the like announcements that have happened, uh, inside of there. It was, it was pretty cool actually. But yeah, I also didn't put in here like our ENS name strategies or other silly things. All right, but we did it. So if you've been following us since the beginning, we've only lost you 18%. You're welcome. You're welcome for that. <laughs> if you sold at the right time, you did fine. That's right. That's always the case though, isn't it? I think that's I guess how... it just goes down immediately. <laughs> <laughs> just tanks, immediately tanks. Well, you know, I, I'd say our original thesis of, you know, start, start small, lose small, uh, actually like sort of saved us a little bit from, you know, the, the bottom falling out because, you know, our cost basis was uh, a little bit lower uh, and more spread out. I'm, I'm excited. Like we're going to keep doing this podcast when things like turn back around. And I'm, I'm pretty confident in some of, uh, some of our more recent picks. I think they've, they've matured a bit. We're also like not just like random as randomly because we'll still say random stuff you all say in discord out loud because words are fun but i i think we're we're tightening up a bit and the quality of projects has has gone through a tightening like we're not as seeing as many of these like you know dumb launch after dumb launch of things that look like monkeys variations yeah i think there's some of those out there it's certainly not what i'm we're trying to look at it all, not trying to play those, those games. I'm sure there are some that, you know, there are, that are there for the quick flips. You know, and I, I think that you can see, if you look at this, that we've gone much more towards, towards artists in our, our more recent episodes. And although I, we will be getting into some asset backed, uh, plays, we have to still see if Avinko is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's a good uh, a wine I totally on this show. We, we said maybe for Avinko because we haven't tasted the wine. Ah, Thank right. Or depends on if the wine is claimed. I'm going to add, and the wine is good. Okay, I was going <laughs> to say I thought we had one. I do like that play. They're still minting, yeah. It, so you're like, maybe we'll have to talk more doing? about some some of these asset backed NFTs. I, I like. Yeah, Vinko, if you're if you're listening, uh, we're waiting and we're waiting to judge you. We also have some advice. I think this the market. There might be some. 
It may, might have been some news about that coming out. I'll, I'll have to check. We'll, we'll be back with more news or more info in the next You time. know where to find us. All right. Uh, Leave a rating because that's what people say on podcasts. Uh, drop in on Discord. We've shared uh, this list with you. Fight, fight us if you want on whether or not these things should be yes, no, maybe. See you next time. This has been an episode of the AAA NFT podcast, all about affordable NFTs. The episode notes and resources may be found at 3ANFT.com in our show notes. Again, 3ANFT.com. And that reminder, don't bet what you can't afford to lose. Remember, we are not financial advisors and nothing in this podcast should be taken as investment advice. Thanks for joining us. I hope you learned something.